Today, I want to take a closer look at some semiconductor news. First, we're going to start off with ARM. There are, is some more information about their initial price offering price. Uh, so I think that's going to be exciting. I know a lot of investors are waiting for this one. Next, I want to take a closer look at Broadcom. The company reported earnings last week and unfortunately fell on earnings. I want to take a, cl- a quick top-level overview on that. Next, I want to take a closer look at Intel. The company did announce a pretty cool partnership with another manufacturing company that I think investors should kind of understand a little bit more about. And finally, we're going to take a closer look at Clack Corporation. Um, the company did announce some great returns to investors. So let's take a closer look in today's episode. All right, so let's start off with ARM. So we do know that right now the ARM IPO is going on and it should be the biggest tech IPO of the year. Uh, So we did get an amount of shares that they are going to sell, roughly 95 million shares. And the price offering is expected to be somewhere between 47 to 51 dollars uh so right now this is going to value arm at a valuation of roughly 52 billion i believe yeah 52 billion on the top end but that 95 million shares means that they're only giving away on the bottom end let's say on the 47 dollar um they're only giving away roughly or or trying to raise up roughly 4.7 billion dollars at the moment so we can see um the company is expected uh softbank who owns arm is expected to still own approximately 90.6% of the shares um, and the other kind of 9.4% is coming out and that's going to be here this 95 uh, 95 million shares Uh, so pretty interesting right so right what did we learn we learned that the price point is going to be between 47 and 51 we learned market valuation is going to be roughly around 52 billion we also learned that this company is going to sell roughly four to maybe six billion dollars of shares um or it's going to build up four to six billion dollars initially of shares um with this ipo process um that's not a lot of shares in my opinion to go out the company still is going to maintain a good good amount of ownership some other great information that we did learn is big companies like advanced micro devices apple cadence design google intel mediatek NVIDIA, Samsung, Synopsys, and TSMC have served, have kind of put interest that they are going to be purchasing up to $735 million of ADS during the IPO. Uh, so I think that's pretty interesting, right? Because I do mention right on the bottom end, it was roughly going to be $4.4 billion, $4.5 billion that they are raising up. And this is during the IPO offer that these big players are going to buy $735 million. Uh, so that's already a big bulk load. That's over 20% if, I, if, I'm, if I'm doing my math. Nope, a little bit less, maybe more like 15% uh, of the of the outstanding shares at the moment. So we are seeing big players out there, uh, some big semiconductor companies kind of really looking at kind of getting into this IPO. Personally, I think it might be going in at an expensive price. So I'm not sure if I'm going to enter or, or purchase depending on the pricing. Uh, with most IPOs, I do believe we tend to get a better offer or, or a better pricing sometime later on. The great thing is ARM, um, very semiconductor market, very cyclical. So obviously in the semiconductor market, we always tend, well, we normally tend to get um, better uh, better opportunities as the cycle continues, right? We normally get a down cycle in the semiconductor space. So maybe that might be a better time to really look at ARM. Uh, next, I want to take a closer look at Broadcom. But before we go there, guys, I just want to say thank you for the support we're really close to hitting 27.8 i'm trying to hit 30,000 subs by the end of the year so if you haven't make sure to hit the subscribe if you have make sure to hit the thumbs up and let me know in the comments below what are some of your favorite semiconductor news
news coming out this week. Um, if uh, if you guys know me, I'm huge into the semiconductor space. I have a master's degree in electrical engineering. I worked at some pretty cool companies, so I do have a semiconductor membership where I do weekly exclusive videos. Click join to learn more. That's a great way to support the channel. Um, fool.com slash Jose for a special offer for the Fool. Um, also, if you want a free newsletter, josenaharo.substack.com. And if you want more semiconductor news, semiconductorwatch.com. Finally, finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for their subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. All right, so now the second company I want to take a closer look at is Broadcom. And Broadcom, we can see in the past five days, it is down roughly 4.5% as I am recording from its five-day peak. And that's after the company reported earnings. There was a huge kind of uh, a nice correction, right, about a 5% correction. Uh, the company, if we take a closer look at earnings per share and revenue, they met expectations pretty much on everything. They did beat by by somewhat, right? Um, earnings were expected to be $10.43. The company reported $10.54 and pretty much in line in revenue. What it does seem, we can see from this article that what really hurt was the overall estimates for the fourth quarter. Uh, that's this upcoming quarter. did not meet analyst expectations. Um, if we take a closer look at Broadcom and their revenue, estimates for the current quarter we can see recently in the past month or so uh, the com- uh, a-, a lot of analysts kind of re re-upgraded or, or re-estimated um, what the company will expect for the current quarter, uh, especially after the company gave maybe a little bit weaker than expected guidance. So we're seeing that, and obviously that impact, impacted the stock price a nice amount. I do want to say Broadcom is definitely trading. At, it, it, it's a mature player, not growing that crazy at the moment, uh, but they definitely have some opportunity in the AI play. We can see P-E ratio forward is roughly 20.7. P-E ratio forward one year is roughly 18.89. They are going to do an acquisition of VMware, and right now management seems to be very, very excited about that. I do want to say I'm not too sure how that might affect the P.E. ratio, but for me, a P.E. ratio at these levels of 20.7, I personally would enjoy buying a company like AMD, um, where forward P.E. ratio one year is closer to 26, right? So that's me. I like a little bit more of the growth story. I do believe AMD and other companies have more of a growth story. I understand Broadcom is probably more of a mature play. But we can see it's trading at some levels that are historically higher compared to its average. So it's something I'm not too happy about. But like I mentioned, right, the company is doing an acquisition of VMware, which can definitely bring the overall um, growth story back to the company. Next, I want to take a closer look at Intel Corporation. Intel today is up a nice amount, 1.3%. Investors are definitely pretty excited about the company. Today, the company announced uh, an agreement with Tower Semiconductor. Uh, For those not familiar with Tower Semiconductor, this was the company Intel was going to purchase. And unfortunately, because China did not give them the regulation pass they had to kind of skip through it um, or, or, or terminate it but now it seems like they're doing a partnership so in this partnership Intel's foundry service and tower semiconductor a leading foundry for analog semiconductor solutions today announced an agreement where Intel would provide foundry service and 300 millimeter manufacturing capacities to help tower serve its customers globally so tower will utilize Intel's advanced manufacturing facility in New Mexico tower will invest up to 300 million to acquire and own equipment and other fixed assets to be installed in the new Mexico facility 
providing a new capacity quarter for Tower Semiconductor, right? So pretty interesting. They're still kind of working together. It's like, hey, look, maybe we weren't able to join as a team through an acquisition, but deals like this are going to make that kind of irrelevant to some extent. Um, Intel would manufacture Tower's highly differentiated 65 nanometer power management um, BCD, which is bipolar CMOS and DMOS flows, among other flows at Intel's Fab 11X in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. So 65 nanometer, if we take a closer look, I do have kind of tower semiconductors manufacturing plants. They don't really have much 65 nanometer node manufacturing capabilities. They do have one in Italy, and it does seem like they do have one in Japan for 65 and 45 nanometer. But I do believe they're trying to kind of get that exposure of the United States market as well. Uh, so that's why they are partnering up here with Intel. Um, they do mention that this collaboration will with Intel allows Tower to fulfill their customer demand roadmaps with particular focus on advanced power management and radio frequency silicon. Um, they see this as a first step towards multiple unique synergy solutions with Intel. Uh, so again, like I mentioned, this partnership or this acquisition that was supposed to go through didn't go through because of China, but Intel and Tower Semiconductor are saying, hey, look, well, that's fine. We'll be able to make some form of synergic, uh, synergistic solutions with each other in the future to make this kind of uh, 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 unofficial acquisition to some extent. Um, so pretty interesting there. I'm super excited. I do believe it kind of showcases more of Intel really building up its manufacturing resources and its manufacturing culture um, that it really needs to control. So I'm really excited about that. I don't know if it's a huge, huge win, um, but it's definitely a huge win for the culture and for their manufacturing aspects. So pretty good news there. The final company I want to take a closer look at is Clack Corporation. Clack is a company that provides... Um, kind of uh, control and yield management systems for semiconductor manufacturing. Uh, so we can see the stock is up a nice amount, up 1% today. Year to date, the stock is up roughly 36%. Uh, Clack Corporation today announced that they are increasing their dividend uh, from $1.30 to $1.45. And this is now the fourth consecutive annual dividend increase for Clack Corporation. Um, they also announced a $2 billion repurchase authorization that is incremental to the $1.6 billion remaining. So now they have roughly $3.6 billion. I kind of want to take a closer look at their dividend and buyback. We can see dividend just continues to go up on a yearly basis. Um, the company hasn't really done much buybacks recently. Um, last quarter was $297 million. Um, they, remember, they still have roughly $3.6 billion. Um, so I do believe that's going to continue. We're going to see in that 297, maybe the company might be waiting for better buying opportunities and wants to have that money in hand. Uh, but we can see Clack's PE ratio forward one year and forward right now are sitting kind of highs um, compared to historical numbers right now. Uh, so maybe some investors might be. Uh, so we can see I don't think the company is going to do too much buying at the moment. Um, but it's definitely going to do small purchasing over time like, a, like it has done in the past few quarters. So pretty good news for Clack Corporation investors, more dividend and obviously more uh, cash buybacks. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, if you guys haven't subscribed, make sure to do that. Take care. Have a good day and see you next time.